That should be our official bumper music. So I'm trying to start a bumper music thing. So I'm rolling into with the uh, the hot blooded. Is that is a foreigner who sings that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but if it doesn't sound very good, I told Dion that maybe we should ask Emily to. We we may have some uh, editor, some yeah. production uh, editing assistance with yeah. this roll slow roll, but uh, I'm just trying to. We are anal our voices, our sound is analogic signal, yeah. and maybe it will be sound better if we put the digital signal of the song and our voices on top of the song. I'm just worried instead. about have we licensed this song? <laughs> That's going to cost a fortune. Have have we licensed anything we've ever <laughs> stolen? Anyways. Uh, no. As long as we're talking over it, their algorithms won't find it. <laughs> yeah. totally. We just got to mess up the, the wave <laughs> signature. That's fair use, man. Fair use. I met a open source journalist that mm. She has open source articles and everything is open source and it seems like a trend now in journalism, but I haven't met or I haven't heard about open source music. So oh, they definitely have that. It's called the Creative Commons. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, there's yeah. open source music. Go to the SoundCloud. Uh, you can get tons of it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Open source um That's not a make-believe place, by the way. Yeah. Um, SoundCloud is not a make-believe place. That's a, like a real website <laughs> where <laughs> real people actually... <laughs> Put up, yeah. SoundCloud's popular, yeah. It's very popular, you uh -huh. know. Okay, oh, no, yeah, I, I okay, hear yeah. But Creative Commons is usually the license where it's open source as long as you don't use it for commercial purposes, yeah. So, we're not making money off this, so we're exactly. totally fine. As a matter of fact, I think we lose money every yeah. single time we're recording this. <laughs> Steve does not pay us for this, no, we lose money every single time. This is out Especially of our when you factor in the beer costs. This is out of pocket. <laughs> God, mean. the beer costs are through the roof. You guys are running Jesus. in the red. <laughs> a large margin. Man. The then you add the lost productivity due to hangovers. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at. <sighs> Man. <laughs> Bleeding millions. Man. Well, uh, that's a good segue into first, where the world at you guys. Welcome. We're at uh, number 77. I'm Dion. Elisa. Sean. Gavin. And uh, strolling right uh, down the the way with uh, lost productivity. Um, <laughs> Speaking of our vendor, IBM. Speaking of lost productivity, yeah. no, I was gonna actually, yeah, I, know, I was gonna, gonna go dive right else. into. I just wanted to get um, that thing in. You know? <laughs> Don't get me running too hot too early. <laughs> I would just like to say. Uh, yeah, so speaking of lost productivity, we've uh, we were kind of discussing our plans next week for uh, we kind of like to take an afternoon off once a year, uh, twice a year, once a month, every other week, um, and uh, um, go watch a little college basketball and uh, enjoy yeah. St. Patty's Day. And um, uh, well, I remember just one year. Speaking of lost productivity, um, where we were very productive um, during one of our our outages and yeah. uh um it, it kind of prompted the i wonder like there's, what's there's the like the most drunk you've ever been doing a job and uh you know it was kind of like i don't even know and then i corrected myself i'm like nope i remember a few times where <laughs> yeah, cause we, we were we were on out like outings where we planned to be out of the office and said hey nobody bother and us and then they bothered down. us and yeah. we were like shit yeah, there's, there's nothing scarier than when you're like four hours deep into drinking, watching college basketball, and 
everybody's cell phone goes off at the same time. <laughs> so you know it's a prod outage. Like, yeah, I mean, if John oh, were here, he'd, he'd have first-hand knowledge. John had a laptop. Uh, yeah, he was... I don't think we all had our... No. Nope. Because when I go out for those things, I'm like, I'm not bringing a laptop. No, I, no, you know, no, no. Well, he... Be so John, John lived close to where we yeah. went that year for for this this afternoon outing, and we all we told everybody, you know, you just can't tell people to not break servers and things when you're going you out on these things. Tell people, you listen, know. listen, and, uh, that'd be a great post <laughs> to like the IT hub. Listen, we're all going to be drunk today, so like, don't do anything, don't unplug anything, no updates, you know, no nothing. Let's don't try just, and do anything crazy with you. Let's with just VIP users. Let's all just take it easy this afternoon. Well, um, one of my favorite ones was yeah. we were. Uh, I think it was everybody was in town for training. You know, we went out to dinner. We we had some <laughs> drinks. Uh, you know, everybody's uh, pretty liquored up at this point. It's late in the evening, and uh, uh, one of our coworkers accidentally thinking he's replying oh, to just God. our group, thinking that it was just a distribution where we all know each other well. He replies, uh, "This is your fucking boss." <laughs> About uh, Steve, actually. Fuck you, Steve. Was it, the it, response? Yeah. It, it's, it, it, that, yeah, he goes, fuck you, Steve. Now, what he doesn't know is this is like a global distribution list. Every so. IT person on the planet at our organization was like, what type of so, insubordination like, somebody, are yeah, we so hearing somebody here? Somebody in like Europe who's getting online like said, and I think I think Steve thought it was a small list too, because Steve was like, "Oh yeah, whatever." We all thought know. it was a small list, and I, and I think Steve might have even like replied, "Fucking back or something." <laughs> he did. Somebody in London is like, "I really think this is in a professional way," and then like the eyes pop out, like, "Oh my god, this was sent out to everybody." If you don't remember who that person was. I think we could say who it was. You know, no, you yeah. know who it is. Well, well uh, the person that flat. Well, so Aaron was the guy who call who is responsible for the inappropriate yeah he was joking around in response to some sort of outage where he's like you know this isn't a big deal yeah fuck you steve (laughs) and steve responds with you know what fuck you aaron uh is this a big deal and then meanwhile the entire fucking global (laughs) it audience is watching going what is happening here what's going on so we Uh, John so went home. Er- here. What's hilarious is John went home early, like a half he, hour before all this went down. He happened to live right by the bar we were at, and John. This is back when everything was run on uh, Domino <laughs> mail servers, and Do- and John's like our Domino expert. And Domino is like has no email security whatsoever. So you can you know how like Microsoft Office once it's sent, it's sent. It's sent. You, it's you can sent. do a mail yeah. retrieval yeah. where you yeah. you request that the person not view it and send it back to you but it's it's up to that user of whether he's going to honor your thing <laughs> domino will just let you go in there and delete other people's emails you want to recall this right message it. from everybody even as long as they didn't read it you yeah. could recall it so we go to yeah we're on we're buzzing on john's doorbell buzzer at two in the morning i think his wife answers like we need john it's five it guys it's almost like an old-fashioned volunteer fire department or something like that we're like we need to see your husband ma'am we're gonna we're gonna need him to an inappropriate email this is this is top top priority priority. i mean looking back on every all the parties involved where the escalation happened and seeing where we are today it's kind of like really we did all that just for meanwhile um that yeah lost productivity um yeah (laughs) that was a that's a good way to start off (laughs) 
Meanwhile, I uh, just want to let everybody know next week uh, we plan next Thursday to be out doing the same thing. Yeah. So please, nobody break anything or contact anything. us for about three hours next Thursday. Um, Maybe we need a, <laughs> uh, a designated uh, sober person. Mm. Yeah, we'll assign somebody to monitor uh, everything. So like a designated survivor? <laughs> the like problem is that we, we yeah. don't think uh, – I don't think we will have volunteers for this task. And Everybody who would volunteer will be with us next Thursday, I believe. So we'll we'll just figure it out. Um, we've survived before. <laughs> we'll be fine. Um, well, this came up because I I have to do a deploy with IBM. <laughs> IBM's hilarious. We have the most minor so, deploy in the, all the world. We just got to swap out two files, but we have to do it at the same time because it's mutual. This is where the story comes from. The they, reason why we're, like, we're we scrolling only, down memory they're, lane. They're such assholes because like, I'm the customer here, so they should... I'm like, how about we do it... I can do it anytime Tuesday. Like We, we could only do this, only do this uh, tonight, tonight at 2 a.m., Never again. Like they're what? acting like it's a comet and, alignment. And, and let's be clear: the way they give you the time, it's like in a, a, a an offset of GMT that you need to fucking calculate. Yeah, Doesn't yeah, really yeah. say two a.m. It's like two in the afternoon, my time. Which why don't you guess where the fuck I, I am? Like, why don't you guess where I am and then do yeah, the exactly. offset yourself? In my head, right, I'm like, man. The, yeah, the balls on these people. <laughs> to just tell a customer, oh, by the way, and you're going to do this at two a.m. By the way, we're yeah. only available. Uh, but I'm like, you know what? I, I'd rather just get it over with because I know what's going to happen. They're going to fuck it up. I guarantee. <laughs> Mark my words. I'm going to do it at 2 a.m. It's going to be done. Uh, we're going to get reports in the morning <laughs> that it's broken. How much you want to bet on this? I'm trying to think what I would bet on this. What service? Password reset. You're betting beer. You're betting, betting beer, beer on a cert. You're betting beer on a cert that you will implement correctly with two file changes, but the vendor, a.k.a. IBM yes. will fuck up for sure and not be able to fix in four, uh, yeah. to, four to six hours. G- given the <laughs> given the dialogue yeah, we've had so far, well, they're not going to know it's broken. So they're going to break it. They're going to wait for us to tell us it's broken. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll do a password. I'll change my own password after it's done and see if it works. It won't, and then I'm going to bed. <laughs> Let's just. <laughs> I might let you guys know as a heads up. Like, hey, by the way, it's broke. I'm going to bed. They so, break things. Then they they expect the user to get the notification that everything sure, is broken. Sure, sure. They rely on so, everybody to tell them it's broken instead of saying, we think this is broken. Let's notify yeah. the so customer. It's, like, it's yeah. like open source. You know, you get a lot of eyeballs on it. Distributed. All bugs are <laughs> shallow. QC. But yeah. after, after they break things, yeah. they wait for the user to report it. Oh, yeah. And then they say... Uh, let me check what is going on. Uh, and then they raise the ticket, and then they analyze the ticket, and then they think uh, the user needs to confirm if it's actually broken. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And yeah. After five hours, they realize <laughs> five that hours. They need to raise the risk, but no, still. And and here's, here's IB, IBM has five hundred thousand employees, twenty quantum computers, and not a single regression test. <laughs> In their entire company. Meanwhile, they're also relying on you being about six hours deep of drinking to do a two-file change. And well, I've already set everything up, so I've got it. So I have. uh, I in order to stay up, I need to be at a bar. Sean, if you are conscious, I know you can do this. Okay, I mean, let's be clear. Thank you, Dan. If you're conscious, I know you can do what you're about to do. I, I have no. Hesitate, like I normally would be worried about most people <laughs> saying, "Listen, 
it's it's two fifty two in the afternoon. I'm starting now. I will finish drinking at about one fifty nine. I will deploy these two files at two o'clock. Do one test and go to and pass out. Most people, I'd be worried about that. You, not so much. Um, but I don't think what, what I don't think IBM understands what's happening on on your end. Yeah, which is zero, but you're drunk. And they're not going to rely on you to fix their shit because you're going to be like, nope, you did it wrong, and I'm passing out. Yeah. Like, sweet dreams, sweet well, sweet prince. I, like, well, we're I, done. I don't want to get on a phone call with them because I know they're not going to fix it in that call anyways. You know? You're not going to understand them anyway. No offense. Yeah. But it's well, and be... they only have that one outage window. <laughs> so that's the other great thing yeah. is when they break it, it I wonder can... if it'll just stay break, broken until – 2 a.m. the next day? Next, the, the next, the first Thursday of the next month. So what does this take down? Authentication or just so, uh, uh, password changes? Oh, from, yeah. Fuck from that. Their... Who cares? Hey. Yeah. yeah. We're good. Can We're we good. finally, like, stop implementing our password policy, then? Why do you not like me. our password policy? It changes every month. It's crazy. It, well, no, the policy doesn't change. Every... The, the policy's the policy been the same the since forever. Right. The expert, yeah, every what 60 I meant days. Is not change the policy, but can we change the, the password frequency? expiration? 58 to 60 days. You don't like that. I think you should have one. I think you should create a single super complex password when you start, and it's yours for the rest of your career here, unless so, you forget it. and then. So I absolutely agree with you. I think our parent company absolutely agrees with you, and yet they make everybody else cowtail to the fact that there's somebody that told them one oh, time yeah. in a galaxy long time ago and far, far away that every 60 days is the best way to manage your passwords because – if you go to inside our parent company dot com, mm-hmm. that's not actually a URL. Please don't go there. <laughs> but if you went there and every 45 to 60 days, they send you a link that says, hey, verify you still exist. You're still real and you still want to come here. They don't make you change your password. They just say, are you still here? Yeah. You click the link. You log in. Oh, great you're good for another whatever the period is meanwhile they tell everybody else underneath them no you guys every single every 60 days change your password. yeah every single 60 days every you have to have a unique password here are the requirements it's super mandatory you cannot get away with this do it yeah and it's like and i could go even deeper into those people at our parent company who have never changed their password since the day they started that's amazing but see that actually makes it a little bit more frustrating cuz like sir, i do understand huh. sir him himself oh, okay yeah probably well. has the same fucking password yeah. <laughs> since the day he started the benighted one um <laughs> but like it's even because if they like the understand benighted. that, I love that. people awesome. who like, if you didn't know much about password security, you might think, oh yeah, that thing should, should probably change all the time or else hackers could get in there. But like, if they actually know that it's safe enough to do it, but they just make us do it for whatever reason, that's a little more frustrating. But anyway, that's my dad. Well, I, yeah. And it's one of those things. One of the things I always hate about all these kind of like policy issues is you always say like, oh, that doesn't improve security. And somebody goes, well, you know, a SOX auditor could fail us. And uh, it's like, okay. Well, you know, then no, you, you know, present your but side of the case. Not, or, you know, technically like, not. So, yeah. so all SOX or the new, there's a new, there's a new thing outside of SOX. There's yeah. no Sarbanes-Oxley. They've gotten away from those names. Oh. but So they do this new security um, protocol check and, the SOX auditors and these new computer auditors basically say, 
document what your policy is and what and how you follow it. That's it. So if you mm -hmm. said all we do is validate that you exist and and you're fine with your password every 60 days, then make sure everybody's doing that. That's what Sarbanes-Oxley has always been about. Hmm. Document what you think is secure and then make sure everybody's doing it. That seems reasonable. There is a best practice that mm -hmm. you should follow that they may recommend and say, well, well what you're recommending is, is absurd, but at least you're saying. So they're saying document it and then make sure everybody does it. Mm -hmm. That's what Sarbanes has always been about. Okay. So you could have said our password has to be three characters and can't be the word dog. Yeah, and we've but everything it's else is fine. Like so, yeah, yeah, and that that's what your thing is. So huh. all they do, the auditors do, is say, "What's your policy? We'll go audit it and make sure you're doing that." That's what Sarbanes is all about. I didn't um, know that. But what we've done is bastardized the shit out of that, <laughs> and said it needs to be all this crazy stuff because these seem to be the most secure ways to do things. And here we are in a world where every 60 days you got to change your password. You got a fucking post-it note on your desk. It's the least secure thing. And it's very annoying for everybody. Um, super exciting conversation about passwords and security. <laughs> I, uh, I love talking about Sarbanes. Um, I've lived in this world for a very long time. Yeah. I've been through many audits and I would say as the, as the, um, the face of our directory integration and security policies, I've had to handle many a conversation with the likes of Deloitte and Tooch and uh, et cetera. And hmm. they're like, okay, so why did this fail? Why did this fail? Why do you fail? Can you give me proof on this, this, this? <laughs> and every single- Listen, I'm a human asshole, <laughs> okay, you know? You that. are speaking to Dion. <laughs> I, have a, I, feel I am a robot. <laughs> um, but no, what ends up happening is everything that we've lined up, all of our code, everything that we've ever done and built and said and written and passed out to everybody is usually enough for me to get through an auditor. I know how to speak this, the talk. It, it's basically like getting up in front of a grand jury. Yeah. You answer only the questions they ask. You don't volunteer anymore. It's a yes or no fucking answer. Right. <laughs> and then when they ask for proof, you say, specifically, what would you like me to send you? What information? And then you send them only the information they ask for. And it's essentially a don't incriminate yourself. Don't answer. Don't give them any more than they need. Mm -hmm. Let them ask the questions. You answer. You deliver. And you walk away. And that's why we've never, I think, in my history failed a directory audit so Dion, can i say that if i ever commit a murder i want you on my team <laughs> don't say a word right you don't talk to the cops <laughs> you text me yeah <laughs> and i'll get you through it i love it um so speaking of murder did you hear that uh <laughs> they want to solve a murder case using the alexa recordings I, I saw headlines i don't know the story yet so i'd be interested to hear this i, I think it's essentially um and i'm not going to be able to do a multitasking where i social media shit and drive a podcast but i will post this later um Everybody believes Amazon's got sort of a um, – they just want to say that Alexa's recording shit. They've caught somebody murdering somebody, and they have a recording, and they want to get as much publicity out of it as possible. But they won't ever really be able to be a part of the court case in that somebody said, Alexa, how do I blank? And then it kind of caught the aftermath and the murdering of somebody. So there's this whole criminal 
case where they're pulling the it's will Amazon give the courts the recording data from the request is there even enough there? They're they kind of have, have they submitted a warrant? I feel yeah, yeah. Like if they but have but a here's warrant, the thing: I don't think know. Amazon actually has anything. They're just right. saying like so we Amazon can solve could. a murder because they Alexa's could. so amazing, yeah. and then they're gonna actually realize, well, you didn't record anything. You really don't know shit. Yeah. The, but, the two minute synopsis is: I think basically, uh, some dudes were in a hot tub at night. Um, <laughs> oh, one of know. them, okay, <laughs> yeah, one of them like uh, went away to bed, and then um, or sorry, yeah, maybe they're like th- we'll say there's three. One of them went away to bed, then the two were left in the hot tub, and there was an Amazon Alexa nearby. And at some point in the night, the other dude left, and then the next day, they all woke up and found the the final remaining guy dead in the hot tub. And they're accusing the the la- second to last guy, the penultimate hot tubber, of of the murder. And they <laughs> they're just hoping that someone activated the Alexa. They don't like you were saying. They don't know for sure. So this is like it seems like kind of a shot in the dark. It seems like kind of not enough to go on for a warrant. But it's not enough for a warrant. But yeah. Amazon's playing it up like. Alexa can solve a murder. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally every headline. Yes. And they will have nothing to do with it. They will say, here's here's what we think we have. And it's going to be like, you know, whatever the last thing the Alexa in the house was requested, like play song or whatever. And that will not solve a murder. It's like, you know, <laughs> hot blooded. No, you know, no, that didn't solve the murder. Sorry. Alexa, um, can you play Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> <laughs> so... That's just Alexa, for... who played Teen Wolf <laughs> in the sequel? That would be great if that's your final Teen Wolf 2, it. who is the main star? Yeah. Uh, the answer is I Jason like Bateman, by the way. Yeah, exactly. I like yeah. to imagine it's American Psycho you know, <laughs> playing Huey Lewis. Got the axe out. I wonder if you um, could get, yeah. It, it's always funny to me. Like, I wonder if you, like, eventually if you could get, like, uh, you know, they always say, I don't know if it exists in the real world, but in, like, TV dramas, they always have spousal privilege. Mm. Like, she can't be forced to testify against her husband. Yeah, sure. You know, but I don't think that actually exists in the real world. I think it's a total TV invention, but may- maybe it does. I don't know. I don't know. Like, spousal- maybe you could eventually have, like, uh, digital personal assistant uh, right. uh, yeah. um, privilege, <laughs> you know. Well, if the liberals win, I can marry my Alexa. Oh, <laughs> they win the next election. Go liberals. Spousal privilege. That is the future liberals. <laughs> um, well, speaking of other things that are listening to you besides Alexa, there were there were a few other uh, things that popped up in the news this week. One of them being the fact that the CIA is using your Samsung TV or random device to listen to everything you're doing, and um, that invokes some privacy talk here in the office. Um, and then just as a side kind of... It's funny, but super weird and perverted. Note uh, that these toys called um, cloud pets are also listening and recording everything your kids oh, yeah, we say. We talked about the cloud pet one, and um, this, but it, it kind of all relates to the fact yeah. that like these devices are recording your shit and what can be used against you, and um, you know what else does the CIA have a hack in for? And you know. Uh, I like to kind of troll some people in this office once in a while and play devil's advocate and the be a complete. <laughs> I like to be a douche. The feeling is um, Where I say, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, what the fuck? Like, just yeah. your privacy's you know gone. Who cares? Um, I don't actually believe that. Um, and I talked to Elisa and I had a deep conversation about this earlier, where um, that would be bad for me if my privacy. Uh, <laughs> You know, um, I'm talking real bad. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking. We're like, 
<laughs> if they were listening, to I'll, I'll be away for a long time. <laughs> everything. <laughs> we're like going back twenty years. Okay, <laughs> like this is bad stuff. She's auditing your history. Um, <laughs> as long as that's not being audited, we're I would good. go to states I'll never be able to set a foot in again. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke bars I'll never be able to sing out again. <laughs> um, yeah, but what one thing that we were talking earlier is that. Uh, insurance companies are also getting this data to mm -hmm. predict if you are a risk a high risk or not mm -hmm. and they will raise your pr uh, prime based on if you like motorcycles or you like a uh, high level uh, or i don't know races in in sure uh, out just interests like so if an insurance company knows that you subscribe to like um, motorcycle magazines and like other magazines that they feel are like or websites that are like not healthy for your lifestyle then they may raise your rates just based yeah. on the fact that they know this information because it's it's out there it's there's nothing mm -hmm. private about it um and you know we 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 touched on this briefly in the office outside of the podcast and um it was it was one of those things where it's like well you know uh, sure, the government may be able to use that against you, but if they know that you are, you know, healthy and doing everything you can and not riding a motorcycle, then your rates will go low and you should be happy. And um, there's there's counter arguments to, yeah. to all this, but um, y you know, it's it's uh, it's just yeah. interesting. I mean, what, that just the privacy conversation yeah. is 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 interesting, and we could go in any direction. Well, it's interesting. Here, just the data they have access to now is almost scary. Like, I have a friend who is self-employed and uh, I haven't talked to him about this recently. So I don't know, like maybe Obamacare kind of saved him on this, but um, for now he always had a terrible time getting um, insurance. Cause he has uh, everyone in his family has heart problems. And even though he's young, he has to take heart medicine and it was so expensive that he found like, I don't know, like uh, was able to buy the same drugs that he needed online. And he, so he basically, like, through Silk Road or something, got the drugs he needed. Jeez, the but, Silk Road? Or it, it wasn't actually <laughs> Silk Road, but it was, like, some sort of service like that. Yeah, you know, sure, whatever. sure, sure. I got it. But this is the thing that's crazy is so when he went to his new provider, they realized that he didn't – they have access to so much data. They realized he didn't renew his legal prescription. So mm. in their eyes, he's not taking the medicine that they feel he should be, mm. so they wouldn't cover him. Oh man! And he like you know he couldn't explain it. They were just like, no, we're not going to bother. You know, <laughs> like so like they could even just off right now off your purchase history, they can make decisions about you that impact like yeah. your health insurance. Like yeah. It, and then if you add even more data to it, it's insane. Like what what they you know the sort of price discriminations they could make. Yeah, I think yeah, just health insurance in general is like very scary. Yeah. And I, I think Dion, you did a good point of, you know, pushing back and and doing playing devil's advocate for everything. That we were talking about yesterday, but and I think I, I guess one of the, the the main things that I kept coming back to was just that the fact that there was all, all this technology has kind of emerged so rapidly, and these debates never really happened about whether these domestic programs or international programs were you know something that we needed in our republic or we didn't, and then just kind of the idea that it's not been for too too long in like the you know entire arc of human history that we've had kind of free and open and democratic societies. And I think we kind of take that for granted as if it could just, as if it could never, it could never be any other way, you know? And that's just something that, 
I think we so got to take the long I, Yeah, one of the things, things. I, I challenged uh, uh, Gavin to was this this idea that because technology is amazing at this point and we have such a way to instantly communicate with people that what if in the future, and, and it could be not too distant future, you actually had a council of judges that were assigned to issue like almost instantaneous, instantaneous warrants. So, you know, we use Slack as a group chat, right? Well, what if what if our law enforcement had the ability to say, here's what's happening right now. You can actually watch the live feed. Give me the warrant to do the next steps or not. It goes in front of a panel. And within, let's say, seven minutes, you have this warrant to, to execute whatever it is you want to do. Raid a house, uh, go into a computer system, do do anything you want to do, right? And you know that was the well. Is that a good or a bad thing, right? And I said, you know, I was just I was playing devil's advocate because you you could you could imply these types of of rules to anything where you know the council of seven judges votes on, yeah, you should definitely break down this door and do whatever you got to do, or you know pull this person over and look in their trunk or, you know, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, we have the technology to do something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be it would be very simple. We we do it on a daily basis with developing silly little websites for clients. We have such instant communication with so many people. Imagine the, the repercussions if we actually implemented something like that for a legal basis for search and seizure, sure, right? Sure, sure. And uh it would kind of violate some privacy things but um if you had basis and reasoning and a little bit of you know uh, video surveillance to justify it it could be implemented but it could be implemented poorly in that well i just saw this crazy guy walking down the street he looks drunk i needed to do this and seven judges say yep completely arrest this guy and do whatever you want to do to him meanwhile you just find out that you know maybe he's special needs and blank 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 you're like oh crap so there's there are situations where it would be bad but that was kind of the the gist of the conversation where yeah. well do we let technology be used in the sense that you know Samsung TVs are listening to everything you say, and that the NSA is going to say, "Well, geez, well this guy's score is is off the chart terrorist." But meanwhile, all he's doing is watching like the <laughs> Americans. He's watching like the Americans and Twenty Four and repeating shit, and it's like, "Well, Jesus Christ, you, dude! I was just repeating what they were saying on TV. I shouldn't be arrested and thrown in Guantanamo. I'm sorry, like you know, sorry." Um, but. Um, well, it, one thing does give me uh, a little bit of hope is that if we do come to like a, a basically a domestic FISA court situation like that, like I'm hoping that some gigantic ass corporation like IBM comes in and is like, use our ticketing system, like to approve it. Yeah, open a ticket to arrest this person. This is close. Wait, no, the suspect <laughs> is out there. Way to bring it back, Gavin. Way to bring it back. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> do you still want to arrest this terrorist? Three strikes. You know, there's incidents. There's requests for changes. You know. Contracts. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is a request for new business. <laughs> Outside of scope. Yeah. Out of scope. Out of we, scope. We have assigned an yeah. agent to uh, consider this case. Yeah. We will let you know yeah. if we can confirm it. Oh, man. Should we talk Corporate about, America. Uh, now that we brought it back to IBM, should we talk about uh, the little friend we found? Uh, the little mole? <laughs> the IBM guy? Uh, <laughs> 
that, that was kind of a funny discussion. But, so yeah, um, bringing both spying and ideas. we have we have historically had issues with the fact that um, uh, IBM doesn't know how to provision their own. Uh, administrators for how to do their job. So they just dump things in our queue and say, hey, this guy needs to do his job. Just give him all the rights in the world to do his job. Like give him unlimited access to everything in your directory because he needs to do something. And they don't explain what the something is. What is it just password changes? Does he need, need to create users? Like, like give us a little more definition other than global admin access rights for 4,000 people at IBM. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, so we do we do random audits, believe it or not, IBM, fuck you. Um, and we say, hey, uh, this guy doesn't look right. He's uh, expired or this or that. And it, it, Well, they're uh, always the, – the other thing they hate, the IBM techs, they're given global admin access, but then they hate that they get ex- they get attestationed every 90 days because yeah. they don't change their password. Yeah, they know? don't they don't so log into our systems. What this guy yeah, yeah. So we go we we couple. we have some rules that we talked about earlier with the with the Sarbanes world, um, where if you don't change your password every 60 days, you get locked. If you don't log into our system for 90 days, we delete your ass. So um, these IBM people who never give a shit about any of this crap um uh, try to bypass that and we found one ibm guy who had administrative rights one motherfucker i cannot even say his fucking name <laughs> yeah, Wait, like literally or do you mean uh, we physically cannot... my mouth okay. cannot move <laughs> in the way that it needs to to pronounce the it's, words it's that need to be said not to be culturally yeah. insensitive but it's no very, no no it's a very you, difficult... you speak numerous languages you cannot even <laughs> pronounce this guy's name <laughs> it has so many consonants mm-hmm. and no vowels in the name. <laughs> <laughs> so I digress. This is this is where we're at. Um, somebody has figured out how to use index for evil. <laughs> <laughs> he has determined that he should not be al- not be forced to change his password ever. This monster. <laughs> he has unlimited power. He hasn't. He's he's doing whatever he wants. He's updated his profile numerous times to give himself access to numerous groups, applications, everything. He's just kind of like playing around with why don't I give myself Hightail access this week? Uh, meanwhile, why don't <laughs> I just check out this group of marketing people on on our intranet site? Oh, sure, I can I can give myself access to anything. Well, why don't I just examine how much power What's I have? What's this global travel approval? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting. I don't assign myself that. This guy has like 42 entries in his profile all where all he's doing is updating and adding himself to certain yeah. things. What I love and... about this guy is he's learned more about our directory than any other employee. Yeah, Ever. Like he's giving so, himself Ever. Stuff. He's so committed to I'm, the job that yeah. he learned a lot of things. We're torn us. between firing him because he's broken every security policy or making him in charge of everybody else at IBM because he, at least he knows how to fucking use the tool. Is the only one in IBM how to use it. Your your ingenuity and interest you're has really... Yeah, you're so self-motivated. Yeah. You, you haven't changed your password in three years, but 
Congratulations. So how did uh, you actually yeah. skirt the password thing? How does well, that work? you could set yourself up uh, <laughs> as a so that we have service accounts in there that oh, applications run it. So he set his, he set himself up as an application. <laughs> I'm an application. So I never need to change. Right. I'm a service account. Yeah. I never need to change I'm, my I'm own account, password. You know, um, uh, applications send email by my by my name. Meanwhile, uh, why don't Denisia I just Tagaga the War Maker or whatever his <laughs> name is? And that is what his name looks like. It looks like it looks like this ancient leader you'd be afraid. Yeah. And his profile photo, he's this angry guy, he's scowling. And it's, well, I think I Gavin did point out that the there's, maker. there's, there's, <laughs> there's, the there's the anger machines. in his face, but his eyes seem very sad. I think that's, <laughs> that's what he said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a man yeah. who hates all the yeah. wars he's had to rage. Yes, he's so sad. <laughs> I don't he's wanna, angry and sad all at the same I time. I think it's it's very deep. You this guy, we need, to, this. we need to bring him in. We got to talk to him. I'd love to hire this guy. Yeah. So we're torn. We're torn. This guy, we... We we admire him, yet he's completely skirted every security policy we have. I, so. I believe you have come around, Dion, but in the moment, I think you were a little bit flabbergasted. <laughs> you, were and you were, you were. <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> so remove all his rights. I hate this guy. We, yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> you were we, like, I hate him a stupid face. <laughs> we slash I had said numerous things, and words were exchanged. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you didn't like that he was violating all the policies that you're in charge of protecting, but sure. then as you thought more and more about it, you're like, well, he is the only IBM guy that's learned all the policies. <laughs> this guy's learned so much in Most so little guys, time. Most guys, they get attestation, yeah. and they're just like, why Why can't I do anything? Yeah. It's like, well, your account's gone. <laughs> he, he's either you ignored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 80 emails about he, it. He is the Lex Luthor of IBM. <laughs> I mean, he's he's understand an evil genius level. Maybe he's an anti-IBM, and maybe I he think wants he is. To He's our mole that we got to get in contact with. Yeah. <laughs> I um. Maybe so, maybe he'd be willing to do evil for us, where he could uh, ex like turn everything into P one for us. Tickets <laughs> tickets will get into the right queue, whether we know it or not. They'll yeah. just and magically end up in the right guy's email address and. Uh, but um, so, anyways, um, uh, we should recruit him like the way he, KGB recruits spies. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know, his global admin access was removed, oh. so he will yeah. not be able to perform. I'm gonna recruit. I'm gonna be like, maybe he will raise a ticket, <laughs> asking for the rights that he if this guy, if this guy truly understands, under uh, if he truly understands how the system works, he will fix yeah. himself. I'm gonna be like, dude, he I will open his own fucking with, ticket. I'm talking low-level LDAP shit off the grid, baby. <laughs> Read and write. They access. won't. Dion, nobody will be able to find you. I won't be able to find your friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they find you, this never happens. Oh my god. <laughs> what I need for return. I need to get to P1. Yeah. I'm getting. <laughs> if we all pitch in, I, right. probably I need snow access. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do some real black ops here. <laughs> he thinks he's in like this huge conspiracy theory, yeah. and all you need is a fucking P1, like every other month. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe maybe it is like that. Maybe you do have to bribe IBM. Like maybe they they work in so many different countries where they're just used to that. Yeah, they're just, just used to that. Bad. That's how it goes. So like, what's wrong with these guys? They're not playing ball. I need a ten dollar gift certificate to Amazon every other month, and you get whatever you want. These are my demands. Um, these are my demands. <laughs> that would be cheaper than actually <laughs> I mean, going through on, the proper yeah. channels. Oh my we god, I would. That. We should I try that. Yeah. You know? Oh man, we gotta take ethics. Here's a ten dollar gift card to Amazon. Could you just make this a P one for me? <laughs> <laughs> Give me your password. Give me your password. So listen, if you don't want to change your password for the next two years, here's what I need. <laughs> you uh, you like Rolex? What you need? <laughs>
Cars, women. <laughs> oh man, we've been all over. I don't even know where to go That's next. Um, uh, well, <laughs> let's see. Um, we had uh, what's this unlimited strikes ticket? Oh yeah. Speaking of more uh, uh, transformation slash vendor or uh, IBM talk, we had we had a ticket that was raised, which was, uh, in my opinion. Um, we were we were asking for IBM who never they create all these accounts for administrators. They ask for all this unlimited power like this guy who finally figured out how to use his unlimited power. And then we say, hey, listen, um, this guy's been deleted in our or he's been gone from our directory and you just didn't bother to disable him in our in our world. So could you review this list of accounts that we believe um, should be disabled and removed from our directory so we can stop paying for, I don't know, email licenses and, you know, m- remove the security threat. So we opened this ticket in December of 2016. It is um, March 8th, 2017. We still have the same fucking ticket open. They still have not cleaned up the accounts they need to. And they fight us every single week on, can we close this? Are we done here? And um, we have we have a, a, a friend of the the team in London, and she fights the good fight. She says there's 17 counts still remaining. You need to clean them up. There's seven accounts remaining. You need to clean them up, etc. Every single week, you have not completed this request, and we're you know December, January, February, March. We're almost in four months of this ticket. So. Um, we're in this ticket and there's been updates every week for this ticket. And to be fair, somebody on the IBM side said, excuse this ticket from the three strike rule. We will close this out in the next week or two. Don't put this through the three strike rule. Meaning if we don't respond, our us, yeah, don't close the ticket. They'll do a three strike rule over a fucking weekend if you're not fucking careful. They will they will send shit on a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday I, night. I like I bet you they brag about that alleged like I've three striked assholes in a fifteen oh minute span. Yeah. So this guy yeah. who probably has global access is sitting there going, Listen, you want to take a close? I know how to do it. <laughs> three I'll start I'll three strike this shit before Monday at nine AM. They have no idea yeah. what happened. Um so anyways, we actually get somebody on their side saying don't close this ticket under the three strike rule we are actually working on it and will uh comply with the audit of these accounts he says this somebody says second email sent under three strike rule (laughs) guy comes back and says again don't close this ticket under the three strike rule i I, i'm your boss pretty much i'm your superior don't close this ticket (laughs) <laughs> this morning whoever the fuck this guy is goes third email sent <laughs> three strike rule will be implemented at the end of the day Whoa. and I copy and paste in the asshole's boss's comments that said don't close this shit you asshole Whoa. so at first I was proud that we actually had somebody saying Unlimited strikes, guys. Just yeah, let yeah. this go. Let's. This is the unlimited yeah, yeah. strike rule policy. This is about auditing and how IBM's not doing their job. Yeah. Meanwhile, some guy's going, nope, 
two strikes. <laughs> I love IBM. They're like a movie where you see what's coming. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're just no, like, no, no, no. I honestly, it, in oh. my head, envisioned yeah. Leslie Nielsen in fucking Naked Gun, <laughs> where he's behind the plate going, Strike <laughs> two. <laughs> Meanwhile, somebody's going, what are you talking about? That was even a fucking yeah. strike. Yeah. Like, don't, strike don't close this ticket. It's yeah. not even a strike. Steve Wright, three, <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? This isn't. Anyways. He's got ten windows open, just yeah, closing exactly. tickets. Close, close, close. <laughs> strike, strike, strike. Well, closing this, closing that's that. hilarious. It makes me think like they, they clearly don't even read their own thread. So maybe no, no, that's what's so hilarious about them. Maybe this is like all. Maybe we actually are getting Watson. It's it's Watson's like machine learning, and Watson is actually the one conducting all these tickets under. And that's why it's so bad. Well, yeah, didn't Facebook had to better. shut off its chat makes AI because totally it was so bad? Actually. It had like a. It only gave the correct response thirty percent of times. Yeah, <laughs> which is which wow. actually wow. seems better than IBM. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be like, you know, how do I leave a group? You know, and it uh-huh. would just respond like, to find your friends in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Type <laughs> who are my friends in Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's so funny because like <laughs> the industry just decided that chatbots were the future, and it turns out they're fucking terrible. Like, well, yeah, it was, cr- yeah, w- that was hilarious because like everyone's so afraid. Like Microsoft is so close on this, and we'll be behind. Yeah. And China's already got it. Like somehow there's rumor that it works in China, <laughs> which I don't really, I don't know if I believe. Like you know, I almost wonder like if it's. They're just telling you it's a bot and labor so cheap that it's just people. Just yeah. 4,000 people you know. actually pretending to be a robot. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, man. everyone thought that was the future, so everybody invested huge in it. But, like, it, it isn't working for anyone. We even automated voicemail systems, which are, like, such an- unambiguous uh, questions. They all suck, too. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I was I was uh, reading an article with a guy who he was one of the lead developers of of the original automated voice systems. He's like, oh god, they're the worst. They're terrible. I hate my invention. <laughs> and he goes, you want to know what's terrible about it is the industry used the wrong method for evaluating whether it's successful. Hmm. So like they wanted to people to service themselves, but the problem is they used hang-ups as oh. a success measure yeah so course. that's why they never get better right. yeah. because people get so fucking frustrated they <laughs> right. hang up and then the people the the, the vendors are like it's working perfectly yeah. <laughs> so look no calls are coming through to humans well but you actually, know the vendors actually IBM, wanted that right yeah, yeah. They, they wanted oh, less calls and that's coming what he in. said yeah yeah. They, they, yeah ibm takes a su- success and they count a closed ticket as a success. Yeah. And they yeah, keep same closing thing. That's our why they close tickets it. without uh, reserving No them. open tickets. We're doing beautiful. Yep. I got to make close, uh, ticket closing commission this week. So. <laughs> Don't even get me started yeah, It's like when you tickets. reward somebody on a behavior, that behavior will dominate the use case. Completely. You, you, uh-huh. you know, and the use case gets rewritten to reward that behavior, you know. I asked for eight things in one ticket. They told me open two tickets for eight things, so I needed sixteen things done <laughs> in two you, different I need tickets. You to open up six tickets for that first thing, three for that one. Here's the immediately math: immediately close the one for the three. DNS requests in t- it require an internal and external tickets. So for the eight things I needed, I had to open essentially two requests <laughs> for the sixteen things I needed done. <laughs> Meanwhile, they close both tickets when they think they're done. I cannot reopen them. I can't say they're not closed. So I I I chat with the service desk and say, hey. 
Both of these tickets that needed eight things done each were not done. Here's the three things that weren't done from each. They say open a new ticket with a new number to request the fact that the things weren't done. And then I say, wait, do I need to open one ticket or two tickets? Because I need internal and external. So does that mean three tickets or six tickets? I'm so sorry. You, Meanwhile, my head's spinning. While. <laughs> Exponentially increasing tickets. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile... Uh, I've lost my mind and nothing's getting done. And uh, just this morning, all eight things times two equals 16 tickets. Three different times assessments were completed and everybody can exhale because that first wave of requests were done. It only took them three weeks to do the eight different DNS changes I requested. So, um, yeah. But... You know, and that's yeah. every single day going. Is it done yet? I had a headache just following that. Is just it the done numbers yet? and the tickets. And, I, yeah. It'll make your head spin. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So much. So much to talk about here. Uh, I did have. Um, I don't want to talk about the NFL Combine at all. Uh, but I did run a four eight seven forty. Yeah, man. So if anybody knows how fast that is, I'm I'm like the fucking Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the Flash. So, so what were you doing down in Indianapolis Don't worry, at the Combine? I'll stop the bullet. <laughs> that would be great if you, if you truly thought you were the Flash and you're just like a slightly faster than normal. <laughs> <laughs> Not even fast. I guarantee. I'll catch the car. <laughs> oh, that uh, you're just like totally delusional. That would be a good superhero. I got this, guys. I got this. delusional man who in his mind is that good, you know? There was an interesting movie with Woody Harrell kind of like that um, I'm gonna look it up anyway. oh, really? well I know Michael I think Michael Rapport did a movie like that too um, um, but uh, so I, I I I went down to the NFL combine where they essentially test all the college athletes and see how fast and strong they are and the record was broken for the fastest 40 yard dash it was four sec 4.22 seconds to run 40 yards and um, so there's a fan zone area and I said well fuck let me let me run the 40 yard dash see how fast i do it and they have almost as accurate a counter because they have these these like laser things you you pass a line you you cross a line that's your time i did 4.87 and i was i had no Pretty idea good. what that meant uh, I thought it was good, but I didn't really realize, and uh, I was I was pretty proud of that. So yeah, that's definitely um, better than some some NFL players. Yeah, there were yeah. there were some quarterbacks that didn't top five seconds. I wonder what's so. the slowest ever forty yard. I don't know. I think I saw an NFL offensive was. lineman who could barely. I think he tripped, fell on his face, and didn't even <laughs> make it across the line. So yeah, I wonder how many of them like um, ended up being like good. Do you think it w- what position do you think it would be? Would it be an offensive lineman just by size? Oh, it would some have of those to be, right? Are... Don't you think? Well, no, some the, uh, of them are surprisingly fast. The yeah, linemen yeah. are fast well, and agile. Well, quarterbacks are super slow too. They're right? they're well, uh, uh, the Notre Dame quarterback uh, is very, and I don't want to get too much into NFL because that our, our international audience doesn't give a shit about oh, yeah, uh, American football. But um, the Notre Dame quarterback was was not that fast. Kaiser, um, yeah, Kaiser De Kaiser was not super fast. Um, I'm not saying I'm faster than him. But he wasn't that fast. Um, meanwhile, uh, there were just a lot of tests. It was a, it was a fun weekend. I did I did a bunch of fun stuff, and uh, um, I guess I'm I'm not too slow. That's all. <laughs> I, apparently Isaiah Thompson, who uh, was an offensive lineman, three hundred pounder, ran a six was six seconds is the slowest time. Wow. Okay. Dion smoked him. Uh, yeah. 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 
And you can find that video if you're and, uh, inside uh, our network. All these guys with really bad times went undrafted. Nobody so you, show, you nobody share yet. that link of where this video is. I, I, uh, you don't want to see? You don't want to share it? Emily, right. don't even do it. All right. Um, <laughs> it might be hiding on some internet somewhere. Who knows? <clears throat> Gavin, I, I shared the fact that I owned a Han Solo Carbonite fridge in our little group chat this week, and you seem to be very... I loved it. I, I love the whole exchange. Um, I love the product. It's, it's <laughs> hilarious. It's Han Solo frozen carbonite. That's like the the cover, and you open it up, and it's like one of those that can fit what, I, six, uh, six cans or something. Yeah. Well, we were yeah we were talking about road trips and the Camaro, yeah. and because uh, it's got I, a power outlet or something, it, right? It has a car charger, car so charger. you could it, yeah. you could you could take six cans of any favorite beverage on the road with you. Well, it, it was and, uh, it was the product was great, but it was more the fact that. Uh, that Sean remembered that you had it. <laughs> he has an encyclopedic knowledge of anything that can hold beer. <laughs> he just like Rain Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I, I immediately know? calculate the, the surface area. Yeah. I don't even know what vessels. we were talking about. about I think I mentioned like like yeah, road trip and and something, and you're like, hey, don't you have that refrigerator that's yeah. like uh like how do you remember that? Oh, I got I that. knew. I know what it was. You were talking about bringing in a separate fridge for your beer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was giving you. Somebody was giving you shit for taking home some beers out of the beer cooler. But you train beer. Yeah, that, that week yeah. you ended up buying all the beer anyways. And, but uh, you, you know, uh, you were joking about getting a separate fridge. I'm like, well, you got that that Han Solo uh, <laughs> beer koozie, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, how do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, over a year ago, I yeah. bought Star Wars Battlefront for my Xbox. It came with a six can refrigerator that you can either use at home or in in the car and out of nowhere you bring it up yeah. like well you got that Han Solo carbonite fridge that you can I'm like holy shit hey, I like to help solve beer problems man <laughs> you are yeah you have a steel trap for a brain it's amazing what we got here we got about like maybe five minutes it looks like we yeah. had some no, vendor we're, we're, we're closing up I, I could go right into vendor scum let's do some vendor scum because <clears throat> we, we haven't done this segment in a while even though John isn't here but uh, John, John's like Ben things. are he, he gets more vendor scum in a week than, than all of us combined but um, I would say over the past week, I've gotten two that that are very honorable mentions, uh, or I've gotten one, and one yeah. of our one of our listeners received one. Uh, I'm going to start with um, I did get an IBM vendor scum email that was trying to sell me uh, on going to this uh, like like the seminar convention, and there's there are two top um, selling points. And if anybody who knows me uh, and and my Sony TV with the with the football button knows, um, I'll, I'm all about 4K and and I call Blu-ray before anybody even knew what Blu-ray was. Um, IBM selling this 24K resolution um, display. Wait, 24K. 24 fucking K. Now, can the human eye no idea. pick up that level? I don't even know what the fuck I, always, I thought no. 4K was I the, don't even the... know what they're talking about. I think it's just a Bruno Mars reference. I think it's fucking oh, okay. garbage. Um, but IBM saying 24K res and cloud robots that have iPhones. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Cloud robots? That, I don't even understand what that means. They don't, they don't actually... Robots. They don't actually explain it in the email. They want you to go to the convention and figure out what the fuck they're talking about. Twenty four K resolution. 24K cloud. They're just throwing so many <laughs> random, buzz terms, yeah, buzz terms. Nanotechnology, <laughs> cloud nano, cloud robots, twenty four K iPhone cloud. Yeah. 
nano personal assistance in yeah. your brain it's from like, the cloud. It's like a Trump tweet. It's just random bullshit. <laughs> they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Ten, yeah. The top ten trends and yeah. then yeah. skip some words from I, it. And they don't even they don't even get into the details. Nano. Yes. Twenty four K res cloud robots with <laughs> iPhones. Totally I, robust too. That yeah. scale nano. This is that's why it's vendor scum because they they don't even oh, fucking man. get into it. They that's just want great. you to buy the ticket and figure out just what the fuck they're up. talking about. All right, about. what do we got to do here? What, what, what's it going to take to get you to? We're giving you cloud robots. So you just show up. <laughs> cloud robots <laughs> with iPhones, man. Lying about so much yeah. shit. Uh, you thought Skynet was scary. Um, so that was the email I got. That was a vendor scum that made me laugh because it actually made, again, any vendor scum that makes me read further into what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> makes th- that wins like a vendor scum thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I mean, I, I thought I was pretty special because IBM's inviting me to this super cool 24K uh, Cloud Robots with iPhones seminar. Um, and yet one of our listeners was essentially awarded CEO of the year and, um, he was CEO of the year and, um, he was invited to join them at their little ceremony. And, um, because of his, his prestigious, his major award, they're like, listen, so you get three options. You get to pick your three options. How do you how do you want to celebrate the fact that you've just become CEO of the year um, in Asia Pacific? Um, you get to celebrate three ways. Pick it. You can either be on the cover, you can have a full page spread, or you can be uh, just kind of sprinkled throughout uh, the whole festivities and whatever. Um, each one had its own price tag. <laughs> So if he wanted to be featured on the cover of some Asia Pacific IT CEO of the year thing, it was going to cost him almost, I think it was about three grand. <laughs> so three grand for three, for three grand. He's CEO of the year in Asia Pacific uh, on the cover. Yeah. Um, and if you didn't want to do that and you just wanted a full page spread, it was like, hundreds of dollars and if you wanted to just be sprinkled throughout the festivities it was another price and um uh our listener ridiculous these prices yeah our our listener one is is 733 australian dollars which i think is stronger than the u.s dollar isn't it waste yeah it's like it's probably a grand right there right yeah 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 yeah. so our listener who and that's just to have rights to the pdfs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and a crystal trophy. <laughs> they will send them a crystal trophy, probably made out of plastic, but crystal. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, that's just a PDF copy of your award, $1,000. So our listener, who's who's no dummy oh, by any account, that's was basically great. like, uh, I mean, I'm going to share this with you guys, but... Um, oh, dummy, he's CEO of the year. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? I, I think, and I don't know what his comment was, but it was something like, I've been CEO of the year for like five years straight. Okay, guys? This, <laughs> this is a complete fucking scam. What you should do but, just to show, listen, I didn't get to where I was without good negotiation <laughs> skills. I will pay you $500 <laughs> for that PDF. You're getting 50 bucks. You send me the PDF before you print it, and then maybe we'll talk. Right. Um, but uh, I, I mean, speaking spot of the vendor scum that we've received, I don't think anybody's ever received CEO of the year CEO vendor year scum. I mean, that is that is uh, that's an, that's a top of the list. Uh, thanks um, to Leo for sending that in, um, loyal listener. Um, <laughs> uh, so thanks for sharing that. Um, 
I don't know. I, I the only the last thing I had was um, just a, a little study that came out. There were actually two studies that were referenced that showed that people who swear are not only more honest but they're smarter. Yeah. And uh, I know I know Sean has said this for a long time. Even though I don't swear much. No, no. I, I can see that the science is uh, indisputable. <laughs> indisputable. So it's, he's telling you that you are the smartest I of am, the office. I mean, I, I'm humbled <laughs> by the acknowledgement. Um, I, I have never thought of myself as being the smartest in this group, but I definitely end the... You definitely swear the most. I definitely swear the most. So... Uh, <laughs> Very loudly swearing. What do you mean loudly? Oh, no. I don't know if they've done that study yet. <laughs> if if being louder than everybody else is uh, means you're smarter. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. No, wanna I, fi- I think the studies have shown <clears throat> that the people who tend to swear a lot tend to have a higher verbal IQ and then tend to be smarter than non-swearers. Which I, I you know what I will say, which is weird. If, I don't know how much traveling you've done in the American South but they are so and I'm going to swear for this so fucking weird about swearing they down really there because you will see guys stomp each other's head on a curb over whose football team is better and that's totally okay but like, I don't you'll cuss. be allowed back in the bar after killing a man with your bare hands but you'll be thrown out for swearing yeah, that's crazy. Like, like me and my buddies, would, like, like you know, I had a buddy who was like swearing at a football game, like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, fellas, not here!" And they just threw <laughs> us out because the guy goes, "God damn it!" And like uh, previously, another guy got in a fight and was allowed to stay. That's yeah. The crazy. South is so weird about swearing. That is very crazy. And I will also <clears throat> say they, you know, and I, I realize I'm painting with a broad brush here. They are not known. Most of the guys that were really offended by swearing did not come across as the smartest people I've met. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I don't actually want to close on that because we didn't even mention the fact that today is International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um. I I wish I had worn red today. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get the memo. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that me and Elise are the only ones supporting International Women today. <laughs> Sean's got, I got a red, red tie. tie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well he's got a red tie. Um, my daughter went to school in red tights. Um, my wife is wearing red. And yet, neither of them bothered to mention that I should wear red today. Um, Elisa's got red on. Everybody's got red on. And to be honest you with you. You two women <clears throat> really set me up. <laughs> and like since this day is all about me and my clothing, I'm like between torn between my red lumberjack outfit or mm-hmm. my gray lumberjack outfit. And I chose gray. So I, oh. I chose poorly. I'm sorry. Um, There's still time today. You can still throw something red I on. I could go home and throw cause. some red on yeah. in support. But I, I do apologize for not wearing red today. Um, but since that's not really the gist of why we're we're here celebrating National International Women's Day, um, I don't know, Elisa. Since you're the only woman in the room, if you'd like to say anything about that, um, yeah, I I was thinking about it, and I just wanted to say in this short time that uh, International Women's Day uh, has turned into a marketing thing instead of the initial uh meaning of the day it should be women's rights or women mm-hmm. labor's workers uh, uh, rights mm-hmm. and this year is like uh a, a turn uh, turn back to the old uh, meaning of the day 
and people <coughs> is starting that's why uh, many people uh, is wearing red because in solidarity with women and women that uh, suffer violence in their home women that uh, doesn't have an equal pay uh, with their uh, male uh, co-workers uh, that kind of things still happen after 120 years uh, of being uh, a women's day and there are still some outstanding things that still cannot be resolved first because w many women turn down themselves and teach their daughters to keep reproducing this model uh, some women teach uh, their daughters to be very good mothers instead of very good human beings uh, some women don't want to face or are afraid to uh, speak out and but there are other women's that women that uh, are trying to break that model and I'm in that group and that's why I, I'm in this office and I, I, I'm not afraid to be in this office, the only wim woman in, in this group, because <coughs> I believe that I'm a human being. I'm not a different because I, I, I have a different body or different gender. Uh, and I'm happy that this group, I, 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 I don't see many differences uh, in this group uh, towards me and <coughs> I believe that this company as well is very pro um, uh, very diverse and mm -hmm. so that is my speech for Women's Day we, we pride ourselves like on the yeah. fact that uh, we treat you equally <laughs> I'm just kidding and I'm if kidding. I if I notice a difference I will let you know I'm sure <laughs> yes absolutely um, yeah I mean that was well put. It's, it's a very long, well, too many years. Uh, women have been work uh, fighting against these issues, so I think it's a conversation for uh, a good beer and very long night of yeah. talking. <laughs> well, did you see just last month? I, I mean, I mean, America's bad, especially with labor laws and you know uh, many things, but Russia just decriminalized domestic abuse last month what? yeah that's insane yeah, yeah. they decriminalized it yeah wow. they yeah. rolled back domestic abuse protection like you yeah. can't be prosecuted i think it's like you're allowed to like beat up your wife three times it's wow the vote was 380 to three I, that's insane yeah that is insane to me wow yeah i mean that yeah i mean and it's 2017 oh you, you get know? you get one freebie a year as long as it does not cause substantial bodily harm oh my god wow. one free free pass a year it's one a, free yeah. pass a year does not occur more than once a year um i love how they think that that's a like a middle ground here. right <laughs> you know well we don't want to be crazy here we, we see both sides of the issue <laughs> and i was yeah. and i was <laughs> gonna say a i mean negative, that's insane a negative thing that we're hap we see happening which is actually not negative at all based on hearing that is it's very popular to be in these marches and, and it's getting more traction mm. and I, I think the marketing like you said is it's still marketing 
there may be people benefiting from it, but at least it's still marketing and promoting it and yeah. more people join. And however you hear about it, at least you're hearing about it, right? So whether it's a commercial on TV, radio, internet, whatever, at least you're still hearing about it. You're getting involved. You're you're going to the to the rallies. You went to a rally earlier earlier in the year. Um, and yeah, but at least that's happening. So, you know, it's such a juxtaposed position. But we also just elected a well, total misogynist agreed, as our president. Agreed. Exactly. You know? But what and happens yeah. is if, if we don't have the what Elise is doing with women who are standing up and being strong, they're going to have shit happen to them like, oh, it's okay to beat your wife once a year stuff, right? So stand up, wear your red, do your thing, make yourself loud and proud and heard. And, and, and I, I don't think anybody in this room – um, except for me because I'm not wearing red, um, <laughs> isn't completely supporting you in you that. Asshole. So I know I'm such an asshole. Damn it. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm down with dismantling the patriarchy, and the people in the positions of privilege also have to speak up uh, because we are in the positions of privilege. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I actually, that is a very, but... very big issue now because uh, women have been fighting against the model and against in injustice and so and so. But there are some, uh, hell, uh, th there is something that uh, the uh, stereotype uh, or the uh, w the privilege uh, white men. Wait, know. that's me. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> uh, there, there, there is a, a stereotype of white men privileged uh, group that everyone is. Uh, say, says that uh, they are reproducing the model of the perfect uh, alpha male, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there are some male uh, promoting women in tech, for example, or promoting sure. yeah. uh, equal rights and et cetera, et cetera. And those voices are actually uh, stronger because always you will have like a gay Fighting for LGTB, I don't know. Yep, that's right. That's good. Uh, QTPA. Yeah. There's a lot of initial. We didn't forget some of those consonants. Yeah. I forget. Some, um, sorry. You will always have a woman, a, a woman uh, fighting for women rights, and but if you have a privileged guy saying women must be human beings regardless of the gender and uh, promoting equal rights, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is even stronger, I think. And something that I, I didn't want to forget is that you, the, the, fight, the, the fight or the equal rights are not based only in giving more space to women. It's also treating women as equal, uh, not dealing with them like uh, they may get hurt or I shouldn't say this or that because it's a woman in the room or things like that. So equal because in all senses of, ev of exactly. everything, just in all forms of life yeah, because interactive. Yeah. Be because if you start making the difference, women, I don't, I'm, I'm not a speak, uh, uh, speaking about me, but women may uh, feel the the need to get out of the room because even if it's a, a omission or a 
is 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 something that it feels different when a woman is in the room and that kind of things is even harder than just open the place to the women so uh, we've never done that to you right i don't know <laughs> I don't think we've I ever. Don't I don't think we've Let's ever said the thing that said, "Hey, woman, <laughs> this is going to make you feel uncomfortable." We've just beyond. we've just made you feel uncomfortable, whether you were ready for it or not, right? So my, we're going to put you in the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> my problem. We, we, um, we devalue you as a person. Go. <laughs> my problem slash uh, benefit is that uh, since I'm a girl, I being in the man, uh, like a min- minority in the group. I've been in the university, I was in science, and uh, we were the 20% of the whole class. So uh, I always study with men, and then in the work, I always have a position in a male-dominated place. So uh, it's like I'm used to uh, deal with um, dirty words and things like that. I don't care. (laughs) But... Anyway, uh, that's why I, I, I prefer to uh, talk about equal gender or uh, we are all human beings instead of uh, making differences. Sure. Cool. I like it. I think that's yeah. a great way to finish today. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. No. Wait. We are the worldwide IT people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, you don't want to go out to bring it from female centric to a very I, male centric thing. I, I think we're good. No, I honestly, no. I also got to get going. Okay, no. fair. No, <laughs> we'll save that for next week. No, so I we, do. Have, uh, we could tie that in with Tinder for next week. Perfect. A new Tinder article just we came can. Out yeah, well, I think we should roll into that for next week. Yeah. yeah. For right now, we are the world. We're a lot of tea people, and um, <laughs> please check us Setting out. off from Planet Earth <laughs> on, on Twitter and we are uh, I didn't post an Instagram Bear the Week because it's it's just too much for me to do. Um, But uh, thanks for listening. And uh, check us out for 78 next week. Take care. Later. (laughs) Bye-bye. So uh, I don't even remember what the conversation was about anymore. (laughs) About the, uh, the picture. Yeah, uh, we were talking about pro- we were talking about humans shouldn't live past thirty. Oh, and that the prostate yeah. fails for every male above yeah. the age of seventy. God damn it! And we'll then I got started cancer. on my neighbor was talking, and, and uh, you know my neighbor works in prostate cancer research. Yeah, and there's just a ton of nerves. We we're saying like you, you can't just get it out preemptively because there's so many nerves down there it affects your quality of life. Mm-hmm. Like it'll impact like the sensation in your legs when you remove the prostate. The, the error rate in prostate removal is super high for the side effects. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't talk about this in the normal pod. The, the, <laughs> the, the, yeah. I'm glad we're, we're, we're slow rolling we out of this. Emily, you have uh, creative uh, uh, clearance yeah. to do whatever you want to do I'm here. But, you guys, uh, your instincts were wrong on this one. Well. All right. Well, we'll talk about your prostate next week. It's fine. Yeah. Sean, can you bring that guy in to check out uh, Gavin's prostate? Yeah. Live on air. Yep. Yeah. Moon River. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. It's weird to finish our podcast very early.